Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello win column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind. I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! it did to do and welcome into more important issues it is sunday may 1st the vols once again series win what a what a just electric weekend let me get this light on i'm a little dark in here i'm sorry let's get the there we go get the uh, influencer light on there you go it looks good on yeah. you dude you should make a tiktok later i already have hundreds of thousands <laughs> of them. you'll never find them though buried deep uh like the hopes of auburn this weekend i listen mm. We talked about how Auburn was a pretty good baseball team. Credit credit to them. Um, I mean, outside of Friday night's three innings, they would. I mean, they took it. They they gave ten, Tennessee everything. Good. Oh, yeah, so we're we're doing we're doing team. like the the Florida announcers. You know, if you if you take away. Oh no 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 no! I'm saying <laughs> I'm no. I, I'm well. I'm I'm not saying they would have won the series. Or I'm just saying credit to them for for that series. I, I mean, legitimately three innings, everything else is a, you know, that game, if it doesn't get away from them, it probably doesn't, it doesn't end up being what, a 15-point run margin? 13-point? Mm-hmm. Um, whatever it was, but. Yeah, if Tennessee yeah, didn't just, have Ben Joyce, um, Drell Ortega, Drew Gilbert, Jordan Bag, Auburn wins that series. 100%. Ben Joyce. I mean, just absolute <laughs> golly. That lightning. That's lightning. 105.5. Fastest pitch in college baseball history, and maybe the fact, maybe the fastest pitch in baseball history. I found yeah. some conflicting. Yeah, there's so- a rumor. There's a rumor that Nolan Ryan <laughs> threw 108, and he could throw hard. Well, there's also like a, a apparently Araldis Chapman did 105.8. See, I saw 105.1 as the number I found. Right, that, that's what, and then it was like. I guess confirmed that 105.8. I don't know. Gotcha. It, it's damn fast. It, it's way <laughs> too fast and it's not normal. Um, and man, what a huge boost that was. Cause I, I'm going to give myself a little bit of credit. I said this weekend, what, what did we say going into the weekend? Leadoff guy. We said a lot of things. So I'm not, that, yes, that needs to be Christian Moore. And it was, uh, I think, every game except Saturday. Which he lost that game, so I'm not saying that was because of that, but, um, but I also before the game I was talking about like, you know, Redmond Washington's been great mm-hmm. throughout his entire career, but like things like that happen when you have a guy throwing 85, like it, it just it just happens, you know. They run yeah. into one, and you know it's it's not fast. If you do make a mistake, that that you know a lot of times they're gonna make you pay. So I'm like, dude, we got Ben Joyce throwing 105 now. I was gonna say which I said 104, but well, he sat at 103. I mean, he constantly threw 103. Right. So it's it's like 
let's use that. Let, let's stop putting him in when it's we're up by ten runs. Like let's. Th- this is the first time that he's actually pitched, and it's it, it's been meaningful. Oh yeah, and it is. It is. I feel like it is a little bit ballsy um, when you're tied, just because if they catch one clean, it's gone. I mean, especially. I mean, we joke about Lindsey Nelson. You could hit a pop fly off 108 <laughs> or 105, 108, 105, and it's it's going to go a long, long distance. Mm-hmm. So I mean, is it you know it's a little nerve wracking, and but I mean, he mu- if he did if he did anything you know the last couple of weeks to prove he needed the big moments. Um, I'm I'm sure the coaches have seen what we all saw today because we haven't seen that dominant of a performance from him. I mean, would it take him four pitches in the eighth to get to get out of the eighth inning? Yeah. I mean, I mean just making one, guys chase. They're not hit. catching anything clean. Yeah, and, and I mean, he's just – he he's – the fact that he has any control with that is insane. I mean, and today he just dominated with it. And he didn't make Evan Russell work too hard. Um, you know, usually when Ben Joyce comes out, he, he's got to block a couple pitches. I mean, which is expected when a guy throws that hard. Mm-hmm. Um, not the case today. I mean, just phenomenal like, – it was – it was a clinic. I mean, well, that, just that's insane. that's like, I guess people that d- don't really watch Tennessee, it's like, oh, he's throwing that hard, but he can't control it. That's not true at all. Fifty-three no. pitches, forty-one were strikes. He had that's fifty-three nuts. pitches today. <laughs> yeah, four innings, one hit, six yeah. Ks, no walks. I mean, see, I, did, kid, I feel like he was more can efficient. Fill it that. up throwing that. Yeah, I, I mean, twenty-eight of those pitches were over one hundred and three, one hundred and three or higher. Bless. Well, and it's it's ins- his his changeup. I mean, is nasty. The, oh yeah. You, how you do you get it you down? How do you get what do you get it down to? Eighty-seven today. Yeah, you can't. I mean, that's that's insane. He had batters chase. It was it was phenomenal to watch. It was a ton of fun to watch. I uh, we I mean, we already knew what a weapon he was, and then he comes out and dominates in a rubber match. He comes into a top all game. Mm-hmm. I mean, just an. I mean, all t- all Tennessee had to do is score one run. Thankfully, you get a two run homer from uh, back in the freaking river. What it did, it, going did anybody think? Four feet. Yeah. Did anybody think that wasn't going to be a home run when he came up to bat? I just I've called it so much this year because it's such a safe pick. It's like, I mean, it's it's like playing roulette, and, and you think it's like picking you know number one on. 36 odds with it. No, it's you're you're betting black or red is a thing. Um, right. <laughs> and I, I yeah, I bet I bet black and red too much. So I, I set that one I set that roll out and lost. It just is what it is. But yeah. it's I guess it was a little bit of battered vol syndrome from from Saturday night where you're I mean Auburn knew it. Tennessee fans knew it. The, everybody watching knew it. They weren't out of it when it went to the bottom of the ninth. Um, you know, Auburn still had to pitch that inning really, really well, not make mistakes. That's another thing about Saturday's game. It was just a mistake game. And Tennessee made more mistakes than Auburn. Auburn capitalized on them. Tennessee capitalized on Auburn mistakes. I mean, it just felt like it was going to be the first team to to not put on their best was going to lose that game. And unfortunately, it was Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, like you said, wild pitches and stuff like that caused runs. Neither neither team played great. Um, a lot of mistakes in that game. Right. And that's what happens when you. I mean, that's what happens when you play a series, though. Yeah, and credit to Auburn for taking advantage of it. And that's baseball. I mean, you're going to have right. games like that. Um, <clears throat> I thought the what was really impressive, I mean, 
we heard Sonny Deshar was going to be good. That is pretty damn good. He's good and he and he's heavy while doing it. I mean, yeah, he's not he's not a great first baseman. He did make some big plays, but he also dropped a pop fly today. Yeah. And, um, and that was just a cl- that was a cluster, and they both looked very mad at each other. Oh, they were. Um, yeah, they were very and, mad at each other. And I'm like, th- that feels like a simple solution. Um, only one of you messed up. <laughs> so well, and, and you know, being right there, like right where that happened, I mean, we are all just. Drop it. Like, yeah. yeah. There's no way they hurt each other. Well, and so you, someone's got to be shouting, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Hoping that someone that's got to be someone's job. Just one person. You got to isolate and and, yeah. and get the I got it going. Right. So. We'll be it up. We're so damn good. I love it. It's 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 so much fun. This team is is awesome. Um, Yeah, I do want to talk about the fireworks, Kevin, on Saturday. I, I'll go on the record as saying – Listen, Tennessee doesn't look good when that happens. You you've been chirping all year. You can argue the bat flip was a little over the top, but I mean, you could argue that with some of Tennessee's bat flips. Um, you know, I think if we're going back into was Tony calculated when he uh, got ejected and suspended, I think he might have been calculated in that move too. I think he knew what he was doing because um, I don't think that team gets fired up if Tony doesn't toss that bat back to him. I think everything kind of. No one reacted to the bat flip. They reacted to the chirping that followed Tony's bat flip back. <laughs> well, so when it no one came it, out of the dugout, there may have been words of exchange, but yes. no one came out of the dugout until that. So, so Auburn came out of the dugout yelling "F you," blah blah blah. And I think Tony maybe in his mind was just gonna like he was mad and and probably tossed it, but not well, like Adam. <laughs> but when they came out saying f words, I think it. Uh, I think he was just like, God, and just kind of well, tossed. But it, it was the perfect, like, <coughs> me and Chris Zerker. Me and Chris, yeah, me and Chris Zerker were talking about this um, today. Is like, he flipped a bat. Was it a little close? Maybe. But it hits perfectly and flies right to the dugout. Yeah. So oh, he, I mean, threw like, he threw it. I don't think he was trying to throw it in the dugout. He no, he was not. did you see? Did you see that bomby hit? I mean, he would have gotten it there. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know, he was a little aggressive. And but listen, I that's what makes college. That's what makes college baseball, college athletics fun. Like, you, that you was fun. Rolls, tennis, like Tennessee's doing that same thing. Drew Gilbert's yeah. flipping a bat just like that. If you if you you're beating the number one team, you go ahead in the ninth on a three run bomb, and I I don't think the he'd hit like three home runs all season. Like it, it wasn't like this was something expected from him. He, he hits that to go ahead against number one, Tennessee on the road. Oh dude, flip that thing, flip it. And Hey, credit to Auburn. You got to have some freaking kahunas to know. I got a game tomorrow against these guys and I'm still going to come out the dugout and tell them exactly Absolutely. what I think about them. Because listen, you had a game left and uh, you got Tennessee fired up especially right at the end of that game. They had to sleep on that one, and it didn't work out. But, hey, credit to you for having the big balls. I love it. Um, I, people can't say it's just Tennessee anymore. You can't. Uh, we knew it wasn't, but you, you can't. We saw Auburn doing it. They put on the Eagle, um, which is, I mean, you're directly copying Tennessee. So, um, Dude, flat, everybody you know, flatter, in, in Major League Baseball does home run <laughs> celebration. They put on a jacket. They put on a chain. Like, everybody yeah. has their own thing. It's Oh, I don't know who started that thing. It probably wasn't Tennessee who started the <laughs> the home run shenanigans or whatever Dave Van Horn says. But um, 
it seems like it's Tennessee kind of made it like public, I guess. They tried to. Oh, well, I, you just got, got all. Got, yeah, it got more publicity. And so everybody want, wants to do their own thing. Yeah. yeah. That and again, listen, Tennessee fans, you can't be, you can't even say it was thrown in the dugout. It wasn't thrown in the dugout. Thrown it at the dugout. You got to go. All right. Listen, Tony and the boys, we love you, but um, that one you just got to eat. Like they they beat you, you just got to eat it. Come out and beat them the next day. Yeah. Or hey, get them in the. You still got an inning. You you had two half innings left at, on offense to to play. Um, after that, that was top of the eighth, right? When they hit that, that, that home run was top of the eighth, wasn't it? Today or yesterday? Yesterday, the the bat oh, flip. It, oh, it was top of the ninth. It was top of the ninth. Yes. Okay. Whatever. Not two and not two half innings, but you do still have an inning at bat, and uh, so you get a chance to get it back. You just got to eat it, unfortunately. But like I said. I think the Tony move might have been, hey, we're not gonna we're gonna go back at him right after this happens. Like we're not yeah, gonna wait. I mean, here's here's the thing. Like, do I blame Auburn for doing it? Absolutely no, not. No. Do I love the fire from the team and Tony after that? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and people can say, you know, you got you, I don't think neither team was in the wrong. It, it was just No. It, I'm glad it, it just didn't two result. Fiery any... teams competing and you know, maybe they got a little cute with it and Hey, we're cute back. It's it's fine. Right. That that's what's growing college baseball stuff like that. Right. And, and I guess you can say it's always great because it didn't end in like a bench clearing brawl, like no suspensions from it, nothing yeah, like that. No and then fun. people are gonna act like Tony Chad hurled Zirkel's, that bat. Chad Zirkel was holding <laughs> everybody back. If you know, if he wasn't so strong, everybody would have got through, and it would have been a all out brawl out there. Greatest get back coach. In the I had some he, scissors. I was about back. to cut the net and and get out there as well. I like that. Kevin said Tony was saving the Batgirl steps. That's it. He, yeah. uh, he didn't want her to get out in that mess. It was a melee. I mean, just keeping yeah. it safe for everybody involved. And no, it was a, it was a, I never thought about that. Like, what are they doing? They're just like hiding. <laughs> going between everybody. To, yeah. I, I got it. No, that's a, that was a, that made the weekend more fun. Uh, you know, it, it gets you a little fired up inside. You have a little hatred for Auburn, um, which makes the game a little bit more fun. Gives you some more rooting interest. And yeah, I mean, I'm sure I didn't watch the beginning of the broadcast today. I, I got in about the second or third inning to the broadcast, and uh, I got to imagine that video was shown a couple times before the game started. Oh, 100%. <laughs> so, makes it more fun. I like it. Yeah. Don't blame either team for, for what happened. I'm, I honestly loved it. I, I thought it yeah. made I thought it made today a lot more meaningful, which it's a rubber match uh, against the top – two top 25 teams so there's meaning behind it but it it just made a little bit more fire to the it almost it almost elevated it again then it became like who can who can put up and who has to shut up on this game like beyond just winning the series that uh those fireworks from from saturday night definitely put a little bit more more pride on the line yeah and now today auburn's probably still on their way back to their barn or whatever they (laughs) go to Oh, it's it's fantastic. Tennessee to 40 wins. I, this this team is just breaking, continues breaking records. And um, I think it's the fastest team since it's like South 2000, Carolina. 2006 South Carolina team? Yeah, I think they tied South Carolina, which the fastest team in the SEC to, to get to 40. Oh, I love it. I love this team. 11 series wins. I think we mentioned that already. Um, the number one team in college baseball. Also the first, uh, first series win over Auburn since 2011. Um, yeah, thanks for bringing that stat in. Before hey, you brought it in, you brought it in Thursday. Well, Thursday we're on a five-game losing streak. Um, yeah, no, now now we can brag about it. it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> breaking streaks. Love it. 
I just didn't like talking about it on uh on Thursday before we had done it, you know. It, was, it hurt a little bit. Yeah. But man. Love Trey. Trey Lipscomb continues being the home run king. 18, baby. Oh, also Tennessee Matt already I think 98 was how many home runs they had all of last season. Now they're up to like 101. They they beat it on <laughs> Friday. That's awesome. Oh uh, yeah, I mean Which, Friday like, was Friday how close the series was. Friday like it'll never make sense having 3 hits going into the 7th inning and you oh. end up with 19. That that's where the announcers love saying like, "Oh, you know hitting's contagious." <laughs> yeah. Also, like, I don't envy anybody who had to listen to Bob Kessling this weekend. It was um, – thankfully, you got uh, you got a nice buffer today. You got our friend Cody Hahn there with Bob. So, you know, I'm sorry, made it worth Cody. it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Made, but made it worth it for those listening. Um, we didn't just have to suffer through Bob. So, that was, that was nice. What about Auburn saying hello win column? You got to expect it, man. You got to. I mean, that's just a clap at Tennessee. Yeah, it's like it goes into the, the the bat flip. I mean, we do it after every game. It's uh it becomes synonymous with Tennessee and John Wilkerson. And I think any team that beats Tennessee um is is now gonna do that. I think that's yeah, the I mean, we definitely got a target on our backs, but I mean you look at like every game we lost, I mean, there's only four. So <laughs> I mean, every single one of those games was close. Yeah, it's not like you're, you know, you, you lost this game. You just got whooped one game. Like you have a chance every single, like you could be undefeated right now. Yeah, that that hurts a uh, you know a little bit more, especially like Tennessee and Texas kind of fall apart after Tennessee. I know it's due to injuries, so and, and yeah. uh, you know some other things, but it, it does kind of sucks. If you played them now, it's a different game. Um, of course, the Alabama game, just one of those SEC games that are going to be tough, grinded out, came right off of a midweek loss. Um, that was unfortunate. You just didn't play well. The environment was a little bit different. It stinks. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Kevin asked, did y'all see the post from an Auburn fan saying which, which one? Yeah, which one? Yeah. They all every fan says it after every law. I mean, is that that's what's funny? Tennessee can only beat you when they're cheating. That's how you. That's how I know we've already gotten to them. Like Vanderbilt, only way Tennessee sweeps us is if they're cheating. Um, you know, go well, to. It's, it's funny how how many Vanderbilt fans come out of the woodwork to say something about Tennessee after Tennessee loses a game. But you're that like y'all got swept. Why are you even? <laughs> talking about us yeah I, I don't care about auburn fans i don't care about vanny fans i don't care about arkansas fans um so let's get some I'm war cheering, baby i'm cheering for the best team in the country what about you yep yep what about you i did um i, I got a great saying and it's from kelly beam i got to talk to to drew beam's <laughs> mom and dad today and she she said it's a good day to have a good day and I love that. Is that the first time you heard that? Yeah, yeah, I guess. I'm pretty sure I say that every game day. <laughs> I don't think so, no. I'm pretty sure I wake up and it's a great day to have a great day is what I say. Okay. I put in great, but. I love that. Print the shirts. It's a great saying. It's a great I agree. I just can't believe you hadn't heard that yet. I have, no. I say that especially it, it's like so, before. It's but... so simple, but it's so meaningful. 
They vary. Bringing in life advice again. I like it. Yeah. That's what we do. It's always a great day to have a This great isn't day. a sports podcast. It's a podcast about life. It's true. It's very true. It's a, we, we've been certified life. I also uh, got to meet Will. Um, Will, if you're listening, he, he said he listens to the show. So shout, shout out, out, Will. Yeah. Two L's, one L. What are we, what are we working with here, Will? I don't know. Three L's, maybe. He just, he's from Memphis. He introduced himself, and I was like, <laughs> shout out, 901. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I'm more of a Milan man myself. I think that's a little bit, I think it's uh, Northwest Tennessee, but you know, I like Memphis too. Pyramids, barbecue. I'm in. Yeah, 901, Shelby Drive. Love it. John Shout Ryan, out, Will. Even though they lost today. They did lose today. Yeah. I did have 20 bucks on the Warriors. Mm. Well, I bet on the Braves last night and that. So I lost big bet last night and Tennessee lost. It was a lot of fun. I had a great Saturday night. <laughs> great Saturday night. <sighs> I got a hot tip. Not as good as Brody's tip, but a hot tip. I are, you, are you not fading the, the Reds right now? I'm not. Should I be fading the Reds? Yeah, they they've lost like sixteen straight to the spread, huh? Against just, the spread, just straight like just money straight. line. Yeah, just money line. Well, that's got to end someday. I think we robbed the Reds until they win. Yeah. No. Sixteen straight. Yeah, we're Come on. Maybe we're keeping that streak going. Maybe get some. Maybe get some futures on their for their next win. That's what we need to do. I think I'm one close to like. Well, just this weekend, I've won sixty bucks off the Reds losing. Oh, that's fun. I like that. I like that. You know what was also great about today? Joseph Gonzalez, really good pitcher. Didn't have a loss coming into today. Has a loss leaving today. (laughs) Yeah. So it it was 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 six and zero. Joseph Gonzalez versus Aiden O. Drew Beam. Um, Drew Beam gets a no decision. Ben Joyce ends up getting the win. But uh, you left Gonzalez in a little too long there, bud. And, yeah, isn't that tough when – I mean, you feel like he's pitched He's pitched really well. You get to that point where it's like, all right, when do we go away from him? I mean, I was thinking do you with Ben Joyce, it's like, do you just bring – which, I mean, you'd already been so deep in your bullpen. Who do you bring in to close out? Like, I – I don't know. If Redmond had a night Saturday, does he close that out? If if he has a different night? I mean, it, so I think it's so just a, the, the way Ben Joyce is pitching, though, you got to keep that's rolling fair. that guy. That's fair. Um, but, but yeah, I, I do think if it's you know, just, if it's just a weird has, line. It's a weird, what I was going with that is like it's a weird line to find like how far can they go when they're yeah. pitching really well and when do you, because well, even you, like you also got to look at where, where, where the line, where's the opposing lineup at? Yeah, that's you give up a hit to Luke Lipsius. You're two hole. You're going into Jordan Beck and Drew Gilbert, who are two projected first rounders. They haven't had a great day so far. So, are you like, are they due? Like, they've seen this guy now. This will be their fourth or fifth time to the lineup. Like, is mm-hmm. this, is this a spot where I go to some somebody else? Right, and it probably depends too what they have in their bullpen. Um, but I mean, that's the thing. Like with Saturday night, you were in the heart of your lineup going into the bottom of the ninth and and they pull it out now it's different because you still have a starter in the game today when they got there um but no yeah it's uh they definitely left him in a little, little too long it was it was it was good to see yeah would have could have should have didn't loved it do it again dare you 
do it again. Dude, Drew Gilbert had a freaking fantastic weekend. I'm going to get into, yeah. you know, kind of stats and everything tomorrow on the bat flip. But, uh, dude, oh, my God. Super impressive. I'm just impressed. Love it. it was a great weekend I, from a lot of guys. The Virginia pitcher, I can't think of his name, Steven something. Yeah. Um, Big, but he, big, he yeah. was like, who's the best hitter in college baseball? And I just said, whoever's at bat for Tennessee. <laughs> True. Accurate. Are they wearing want- Tennessee orange? Yes or no? No, they're not the best bit, or they're not the best hitter in the country. <laughs> Correct. I do want to ask you a question, and Chris Zerger asked me this today, is like, um, who – if you could have one person from last year's team be back on this team, who would you pick? Ooh. Me and him have the same idea. I just want to see if you have the same idea. I don't know. And if, if it, y'all in the chat, if you want to get in on this as well, yeah, I, do that because I, I want to cool. kind of I want to sit on that one for a minute, just because I'm thinking there's probably a couple different guys that I choose for hitting. Wouldn't necessarily choose them defensively. I'll go ahead there's and mit- kind of tweet that out. <sighs> mm. Okay, so I, I mean, I feel like there's a ton of guys. Hitting wise, I mean the two obvious that's in that scenario are Gilbert and and Beck and probably Lipscomb. Um, do they add enough defensively against each other? Like who gives the most? Um, another one I want to toss out your thoughts. Another year with Evan Russell at catcher, with and in the and in the lineup with, I mean who's who behind him? I mean Charlie Taylor obviously defensively, but how do you replace him in the lineup then? So I think that's an interesting one, one that popped into my head. Get another year behind the plate. Um, pitching, do you see – does Blake Tidwell even leave after this year? Because that's a guy that obviously has a chance to come back. With not having a full season, where does he end up? Does he get the no, money I'm, he wants? I'm talking about from last year's team to this year's team. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about keeping around this year. No, 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 no. From last okay. year's Omaha oh. team to this year's team. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, because there's a lot of, you know, things that if you're looking into next year, you know, who's who's going in the draft, who's who might stay around. So, yeah, that's impossible to kind of predict right now. But, yeah, from last year's Omaha team to this year. Last year's Omaha team. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let me change my line of thinking here. Mm. It's not someone in the infield. I feel like you you replaced them very, very well so far. Maybe, uh, maybe Liam, just because of what he was in the lineup. Um, mm. I mean, it's it's Pavoloni then, right? If it, I mean, that's got to be the guy. He completes this team so well, right? Yeah, I mean, he could go with a lot of different guys. <clears throat> I mean, I, d- I don't know where you'd put some of those pitchers, but, I mean, Chad Dallas is a guy I would love that. Oh. Back this team, too, just, you know, his demeanor and how he carried himself. So, <clears throat> so who, who'd you there's definitely with? not a wrong answer. My pick was Liam, just because, like you said, yeah. his production at the top of the lineup, I mean, I, I think you have – Great play at shortstop with Cortland Lawson. Right. But I think one thing is Tennessee's kind of missed is that leadoff batter since Jared Dickey's kind of dealt with injury. Yep. I mean, that's – he popped in my head. Um, 
Rocky Top Price kind of went with me. Pavilonia. I think he just completes the lineup so much. I think that's the first guy I go with. I think Sean Humley would be huge too. That's the thing too is there's a lot. There are a lot of good pitchers on that team, but there's been a lot of guys pitch well this year. Like you said, where does what do you do with that? What do you do with that staff if you add another guy to it? It just again, yeah. good problem to have. Good problem yeah. to have. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, cool, interesting topic there. If if you have somebody different or you just kind of want to add to that, just yeah, let tell us. In the chat. Read that. We got some more people in here, so read the question off again. The, so the, if if you could have one player from last year's Omaha team back on this year's team, who would you pick? Just one. And you went with you went with Pavoloni. That's your. I think I think I've got to go with Pavoloni. Like I said, yeah, just I, because I think of, that's a that's yeah. a great one. I I like the Liam Spence one because, like you said, you not that Corlin Lawson's been great at shortstop. You know his his hitting's been decent. I feel like he's picked it up the last few weeks. Um, but yeah, I mean that would be a great one. Like you said, there's not a wrong answer. That would be a great one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just as like if. If Seth Stevenson could give you that, not even the whole production, just like maybe sniffing 400, 360, 375, something like that. You're sniffing that with his kind of speed. Oh, gosh. I mean, it's it's insane. For sure. For sure. I'm going to also go with Pavloni because, like, speaking of Seth Stevenson, nothing against him. That puts Evan Russell in the in left field. Mm-hmm. Yep, you've kind of went with a lot of different options there. I mean, if you say you did have that, Connor Pavoloni, Evan Russell, and left, who's your DH? Right, like as today. I mean, it's it it's probably got to be Jared Dickey, right? Right, but today I'm I'm staying with Christian Moore. Yeah, that's what that that's why I said today. Yeah, but I agree. I don't think it changes there. I would love to see Seth Stevenson come in late in a game after Evan Russell gets on base to to pinch run. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I would love that. Would love it. Nothing more. Oh man, I like that question. It's a good one. Good fun. <clears throat> It's hard, it's hard to talk about. It's hard to find things to complain about when you're winning 40 games Yep. in, in first day of May. Really fun weekend. Um, just nice so, weather, too. It didn't rain. So much It wasn't too rain. hot. It did. We thought maybe today it was pouring in South Knoxville this morning. Yeah. So I thought maybe for a minute I didn't even look at the weather. I was just like, oh, crap. And it cleared up by like 11. Yeah, it got hot around the eighth or ninth inning. The sun came out, and I was like, "Oh God, I didn't bring sunscreen." <laughs> Your dad not there today? He was. He was there. Um, I don't think the sunscreen is in the back. His sunscreen, his bullfrog sunscreen, might have been in there, but I am not using that. So Tennessee has a chance to get to fifty wins. That's their number last year of the team that went to Omaha by May nineteenth. That's insane. That'll be just two games left in the SEC or in the regular season, excuse me. Um, so before going to the SEC tournament. Whew. Can't wait. Yeah, See SEC guys in tournament regionals, super regionals, Omaha. I mean, that's let's just keep winning. See, mm-hmm. see how many we can rack up. 
I mean, they have a they have a very legitimate legitimate chance of hitting sixty wins this year. How many home very runs? Oh my gosh! If you play that many games, <laughs> especially because you get to play your, your regional and super regional in Lindsey Nelson. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Oh, I love it! I love it. Let's uh, are you going next weekend? Not not next weekend, Georgia. Sorry, next Georgia. weekend. Is um, I will be available to be there. I didn't know if you had already had tickets. I don't have tickets. Um, okay. Yeah, I only bought some for like limited as maybe I'll just do standing room only again. Um, I don't know. Listen, if you get that, if you get that, here's the thing, Landon. You get me down for a tailgate, and um, I mean, I'll I'll get in the game. Don't worry about that. Okay. Hey, Ray's always wanting us to tailgate with him. All right, tell Ray I'll be there. All right. <laughs> um, I'm gonna try. I was trying to look up what the most in a season were, the most wins. Looks like it was Oregon State. I mean, yeah. Um, hmm. Here we go. I'll go here. Let's talk NFL draft though. Let's 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 flip the page a little bit. Tomorrow night, bat flip. Monday. Are y'all doing it tomorrow? Um, not a hundred percent, but that's that's the plan right now. Yes. Okay. So, Landon, Dylan, we'll dive a little bit deeper in. Get your MVPs for the weekend there. Um, then also. Preview is at Alabama A and M. Is that this week or is that next week? Yeah, Alabama A and M. Tuesday night. Yeah, that is. Yeah. And then uh, everything going forward Thursday, Friday, and Saturday are the series. So no more, okay. no more Sunday games. Kind of like that. I hate that. Like Thursday kind of sucks, but Sunday noon, like midday games, they're not. Yeah, all it's it's nice to either. just have that one day off. Yep. There you go. <clears throat> um. Also, Ben Joyce. This is my pick, and I've I've no, you know, if I'm <laughs> if I'm wrong, that's that's fine. I'm I'm not getting paid to to make those decisions, but Ben Joyce is my closer going forward. I, it's hard to disagree with that. Very hard. Just local kid from Knoxville, you know. That's right. Shoving it. Um, NFL draft. NFL draft. Let's go to it. Did you watch any of it? I did. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I'm proud of you. Did I didn't you know watch what? Fridays. We got off. We got off off here. Did some homework. Went to bed. As I was going to bed, see the AJ Brown. You know, people just in in a uproar over AJ Brown. So I mean, you know, it was fun. <laughs> I don't. I don't get the Titans thing. I don't. Well, I I get the position they were in because they over. They messed up by overpaying for Tannehill. Their fault. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That that's on them. Like uh, I get why they did it. They almost had. They were forced to do it, but it's their fault early on. Yeah. But Whatever. but the whole of wanted... oh we're, we're trading we got a great deal we're trading him for a, a younger AJ Brown. I mean maybe, but is that what you want to ride with? You, you want to ride with? Right. It's okay trading away your second best player. Yeah. It's uh it looked like Vrabel was pretty freaking pissed when they did it too. I mean, I would be. Oh, 100%. I would be very upset. 100%. Made things way way more tough than they had to be on the Titans. Right. 
Um, but Tennessee did get five players drafted. Um, that's more than 2019, 2020, and 2021 combined. Um, you had Alante Taylor going in the second round with the 49th overall pick. That's the second. Yeah, that's the second or no. That's the third highest player drafted since 2017. Derek Barnett in 2017. And then Darrell Taylor is also picked in the second round with the 48th overall pick in 2020. Um, And we kind of mentioned it on the show. It's like the intangibles are there. I mean, it's crazy that going going into like this – past season, you're like, there's no way Alante Taylor's getting picked in the second round. Right. That was a little shocking. Yeah. Interesting. And uh, weirdly enough, lands with Bryce Thompson, the guy he uh, came to college with, kind of, and expected to be a duo. Camara? Yeah, you got a lot of balls down there, actually. Yeah, who who else is there? Um, You got Shot Tuttle. Marcus Callaway. Oh, that's right. That's right. I feel like I'm maybe leaving someone else off there. Um, I know Josh Smith and Colton Jumper were signed there, but I don't. I don't think they're with them anymore. I want to say it might be a Wolf, Ethan Wolf. Yeah. Oh, Ethan, Ethan Wolf. Wolf. Yep. Yep. That's who I left off there. Yep. So the Saints love them, Tennessee guys. So apparently. Pretty cool. And then um, Bayless Jones Jr. goes in the third round with a 71 overall pick to the best. <laughs> it's funny that we talked about him as a returner, and he went to like the two places we thought of. One, a Tennessee returner that was successful there, and then one of the greatest returners of all time in Devin Hester. So right. that was funny that happened. Yeah. Pretty cool. A little, uh, little toy for uh, Justin Fields next year. Yeah. He really yeah. appreciates that. This um, being never hurt. Yeah, for sure. And then Matthew Butler gets picked in the fifth round, um, 175th overall to the Raiders. That's pretty cool that he got drafted where the draft was actually happen- happening. Oh, didn't think about that. Yeah. I agree. Um, And then Cade Mays, sixth round, 199th pick to my Panthers. Uh, yeah. Talked a lot about the, made fun of the Panthers a lot, huh? On Thursday, yeah. hey, we made fun of them a little bit. They they had a good draft. They got Matt Corral. They got a you know the top tackle in the draft. They got Cade Mays, which I think you know could be good for them. I was I was actually kind of happy what they did. It's very surprising. Yeah, we did draft a Baylor player, so. <laughs> You know, you knew Matt Rule was going to do it some somewhere. Um, right, right. But he he was the fastest player at the combine, so we just speed kills. Yeah, we'll t- I mean, we'll it. take it. We'll take it. <laughs> and then uh, Theo Jackson, uh, sixth round, two hundred fourth pick to the Tennessee Titans. Man, that's that's just an awesome story. Yeah, for sure. For to sure. Being from Nashville, get get drafted by your hometown team. Wasn't invited to the combine, um, and barely played up until this past year. Right, you know, it was kind of a role safety, and you know, played in you know some nickel and dime packages, but 
you know, he, he wasn't like a true starter at Tennessee until this past season. Yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, to get drafted from that position is is pretty remarkable. Um, I mean, regardless of what round. So, also, how crappy does this make Jeremy Pruitt look? <laughs> yeah, it's not the best story. Um, maybe even for Tennessee's defense too this year. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, like, uh, regardless, good to see. Like none of these were. Jeremy Pruitt recruits. Two oh, of them were out of the transfer wow. portal, but but none of them out of out of high school. You know, you could well, I guess Alante Taylor was part of that class, but he was he was already committed to Butch Jones and then decommitted when he got fired. And then, you know, he right. Committed I'll count. I'll get I'll give Pruitt that leniency. I'll I'll let him have him. Because uh, it's not like you de- also, like you developed him too much. Right. He was kind of dog crap. Under Pruitt, but good freshman year, good freshman year, yeah, great freshman year. But so. after that, oof. yeah, but yeah, I thought that was that was pretty interesting. You know, most of those guys were butch guys. <laughs> All right, last time we say his name. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, um, like, I mean, favorite picks of the NFL draft, best. Best draft team? I mean, best team that drafted? Team team that drafted? Well, it, it wasn't the Patriots. <laughs> Good God. Are you going to – like, I feel like that's a, something you say just about every year, and then it looks like a really good draft class. In oh, yeah. Team. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, getting a guy in the first round that you could have probably gotten the third round. Right. But it's like he's probably going to be a in the Pro Bowl here in the next couple of years. Yep. Um, yeah, that was weird. The kid from Chattanooga. I mean, gr- great on him. I think he's originally from Knoxville. Yeah. Is he Farragut? Is that yeah, where he's from? I thought that was right. Um, so good on him. For... Right. <laughs> he, he convinced Belichick to do it. I guess <laughs> he didn't draft it. They didn't draft a punter. So speaking of the AFC East, they didn't draft a punter. The Bills did get the San Diego yeah. State punter. Right. Right. <laughs> that kid's good. I would have drafted. Him. Yeah, I just I don't know if I draft a punter. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> when was it in the sixth round though? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was late. It was. Yeah, late. at that at that point, it's like. Yeah. Most of those Sometimes picks aren't going to make your roster anyway. Yeah, you're you're burning through a lot anyways. So. Yeah. No, um. Definitely. What about only one quarterback going in the first round? How wild is that? That was uh pretty crazy. Um. I don't even know if he needed to be drafted first round, which would have been crazier. But yeah, no, it's a I mean, very, very not, bad quarterback class. Did did Jared Goff and Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield did they just ruin? Not, I guess not ruin people. Like just guys, we just can't draft a quarterback just to draft a quarterback first, right? Yeah, <clears throat> uh, I mean. That's the thing is like this draft class just didn't have the quarterback. So as crazy as it is, it makes sense. I do applaud the Titans for going and getting Malik Willis. I think that was, you know, for him falling and kind of the same yeah. with the Panthers and Matt Corral. You know, all those guys are falling. You know, I think you get a quarterback at good value there. Yeah. When it's a good value pick for sure. Agreed. Um, Kenny Pickett may have been a little bit, you know, Maybe a bit too high, but it's probably a good value pick too for the, the Steelers. Well, my there. thing is like if it's not Pittsburgh, 
If he didn't go to Pittsburgh, does the Steelers still draft him at 20? Say that again. Sorry. Oh, if he didn't go to the pit, the call. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. That's I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I would think. I don't know how the, how much that changes it. Um, not. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No clue. I just thought it was interesting. Um, There's not like nobody has really like criticized it heavily, and I'm not going to. I, I don't think it was a even probably a little high for Kenny Pickett, but it's also a team in need of a quarterback, so needs right. change a little bit there. Yeah, I mean. I feel like it was definitely hard to kind of mock it because, like, you, you know, with, with trades and everything, it, it's it's right. impossible anyway. But there was no, like, oh, this guy, if he's on the board, he's going here. Like, there was no kind of, right. like, even Trayvon Walker, like, a month ago, no one was picking Trayvon Walker in the first five picks. And he ends up going number one. That's a good point. N'Kobe Dean – you know, I know he's not, you know, looked at as the prototypical linebacker, but the way he played for Georgia this past season, how does how does a guy like Quay Walker go before him? Yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah, it's a. Uh, I can never make sense of a lot of these picks, so it's yeah, I don't know. We're not getting paid to do it, but for sure. So I'm not. I guess I shouldn't be too worried about being wrong. But what about Ohio State wide receivers? Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say Garrett Wilson, and then Jamison Williams was at Ohio State before they went back to back to back. And I was going to say too about going back to quarterbacks. I think I might like Desmond Ritter better than Kenny Pickett. I might. Mm. So maybe maybe Falcons got good value. Maybe. Okay. When did he go? It's, it's like 74th overall, I think. Something like that. I was just looking yeah. at it. Yeah. Do you think Desmond Ritter is better than – you think Desmond Ritter was the top quarterback? The top, maybe. I mean, I'm not saying he should have gone first round either. Um, gotcha. Yeah, yeah might it might have been the number one quarterback. Kenny, Kenny you know Pickett's good. I just – he made a he made a nice living um, from extending plays is where he benefited the most. So, do you like Matt Corral? Would you put him in that conversation? Oh, I think that benefits you less in the NFL. You don't get chances to extend plays like that. Mm. You got to be really good in the pocket, and if you're not good in the pocket, you got to be really really good at extending plays. But I mean, Max, I would take, I would put Matt Corral in just that category, extending plays over Kenny Pickett. Oh, yeah, for sure. And he played in the SEC too, which we can talk about the top defensive lineman if we'd like to and why that's important. (laughs) True. No, I I, I don't, I mean, I, like I said, I don't think the Steelers pick there was just atrocious. I, I just don't, I mean, I could have seen Kenny Pickett falling in this, falling. That wouldn't shock me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like you, you need help at quarterback. You get a quarterback, but is it really gonna help you at quarterback? I, I don't know. Right. To be determined. Small hands, man. Can't trust those people. Right. <laughs> Dylan. I mean, let me let me look up Desmond Ritter's hand size, and I'll get back to you on who should have gone first. <laughs> I'll say wears gloves. Okay. He don't wear gloves. He wears one glove on his throwing hand, which is yeah, a weird. Just wear two at that point. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> just wear two. 
you're just you're just wasting that other glove. Okay, they come in pairs. Exactly. That's right. kind of messed up that he does that. He needs to make a kicker at least, or somebody wear one on their left hand. They probably well, have the same I think they, there needs to be shirts out there saying Kenny Pickett is wasteful. Agreed. When so is PETA going to come after him? Right. He definitely. Loses. I'm sure there's some kind of animal used in the making of those gloves. Yeah, got to be. So come on, PETA, step up your game. Are you even doing your jobs anymore? Right. You couldn't get the you you it's still a bullpen. You couldn't even get it changed to a cool name, Arm Barn. So. Come on. That's just atrocious. Yeah. Atrocious. Um, now let's, I mean, uh, with all the cancel culture, you can't cancel Kenny Pickett for being wasteful. Come on. What are we even doing? We're wasting so much attention on Elon Musk that we're not even going after Kenny Pickett. <laughs> <laughs> are people mad at Elon? I don't know. I, I feel like people, some people are, but I feel like some people are just like acting like people are mad. Like right, you, I think you honestly can't really care that he bought Twitter, right? Like faux outrage is is more powerful than actual outrage sometimes. Right. Like I'm out. I'm outraged that you're outraged, even if you're not outraged. Yeah. I don't care. Whatever. Just yeah. He, he bought Twitter. Cool. Just get if rid I of the money. Sponsor, I probably would too. Get rid of the sponsored tweets. That's all. I ask. Which we're probably going to see an influx of them now. But as long as he gets us an edit button, uh, I don't care. I'm against the edit button. I'm against it. Really? Because like, I don't want to hit retweet on a tweet and then someone go and edit that tweet. And that's on my timeline. That could be a dangerous tool. I just hate like you put off a fire tweet and you misspelled something or put it just an extra space to just like. I think that's what makes Twitter great, though. That still become beauty. I hate it because I, I, I'm doing so many different things. So when I fire off a tweet, it's just like, and uh, and everybody's just waiting for you to mess something up. Like last night, I <clears throat> there was like a person, oh, he hit a three-run home run. No, he did not. He hit a two-run home run. Yeah, that's not your fault. That's that guy's fault. I know, but just it, it's idiot. just like people are just waiting. For, like, who cares? Oh, I agree. Score, but- right? That guy's an idiot. You you got it right completely. So who cares? I saw that. Churlish. I was like, would you before you corrected somebody on that? Would you not go check? I was wondering about that. Yeah, if you're checking me, check yourself. What did he respond? I didn't see. He said, "Oh, you're right." Um, something like, "I looked away for one second or something like that." Well, you should have looked away from this tweet for one second too. <laughs> yeah. Right. Ugh, I love it. <laughs> we got any questions? We got any? Got some people. Kevin oh, over here. Appreciate you, Kevin. I don't know if we have any questions. All right. Well, let's get some most most important of the week going. Um. Bonk to everybody on Twitter today. You guys are all bonked. Every single one of y'all. Yeah, let's – can we stop being so thirsty on Twitter? <laughs> I get like you can say whatever you want, but it's like – it's kind of gross. At least at least don't put your name on it, you know? Like, ha- have a burner for that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> can you just like it and go on? Like, I mean, you don't have to sit there and just, like, gaw at stuff. Oh, yeah, it's, it's very, very weird. Oh, people um, are just different, I guess. Right. 
I've got one important here. Uh, I'm going to see how to pronounce their name because I honestly don't know. But Nashville opened up their, their new stadium today. Have you seen it? No. Oh, yeah, it, I did. Dude, yeah, I did. It's gorgeous. I think it's the largest soccer-specific park. I called it park because that's what it says. Largest specific stadium um, in the country. So that's that's awesome. I think it's – is it Geodis? Get – Gidis, I don't know how to say it. G E O D I S Park. Um, man, it's it's it. They did phenomenal on it. When are now, we going? Uh, well, me and Dylan and Jesse are going in July. If you want to hop on that trip, how much are tickets? Uh, we haven't gotten that far. Why are you? Come on. I don't even think. I think I went to look at how much they were, and they didn't even have like single game option for that game yet because it was so far out. How, how much are usually soccer tickets in general? Uh, see, like when I went, it was like, but it was in Nissan Stadium. It was their first year. It was like their first year in the MLS. I think it was like twenty five dollars. That's not bad. No, I mean and it was. I mean, I might just go with y'all to go to Nashville, and I'll just meet no, y'all you gotta, at the honky tonks no. after. You got to go to the game if you go with us. We're just going Sorry. to Broadway. Baby. We're going to Kung Fu and then Broadway. Yeah, but you're. If you do it, you're okay. So the July ones don't come on sale for. A while but yeah you're you got to go with us you can't Wait, when, you can't when is this game, game. like july july what i think it was like 28th it was like late july you got to go to the game beer's way too expensive so you like you don't even have the thought of buying so that's good, good God. like you're not leaving that game i spent eight dollars on beer so that's good it's eight dollars for beer. That's I mean that's not like no 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 eight dollars. See eight dollars you buy and then you actually accidentally buy like two or three. These are so expensive. They're like sixteen bucks. You don't ever buy them, so it's good. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's not. It's nice to be. Well, I hope out. they have the security like uh, Vanderbilt does, where they're just. Oh, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna tell you right now. We're partying to the game. Okay. It's just yeah. We don't feel well, like we have to party under the. the you law. better not let Dylan party too hard. He'll run off. <laughs> I hope he does. I hope he does. Um, yeah, that was my most important. Um, mine is uh, J.R. Smith, North Carolina AT and T Academic Athlete of the Year, with a four point oh GPA. Oh dang! Jeez. Also, his name's not Jr. or Junior. He's a he's a junior. I hate that. Why are we doing that? Come on, guys. It's ridiculous. Well, he's not even a junior. He's Earl Smith the third. Oh, he's a third? Oh, I think you're a junior if you're under them. Oh, really? are you? I thought I think you were just you a third. I thought it's senior, still weird. junior, third. His name should be Trey if he's switching it up. I agree with that. Ridiculous. I hate I hate that stuff. Get out of here with that. I think Earl Smith is an awesome name. I agree. Earl Smith the third is the widest name I've ever heard of. <laughs> 100%. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Um, okay, fails? I've, I've got one fail here, unless you still got some most importance. Um, I did have one. It, it's... <sighs> It's just an interesting fact that I thought was cool. Fun facts. Um, I like it. 
the Malik Willis draft slot financially, if he went number six to Carolina, he would have got four years, $27.5 million, fully guaranteed. Where he went at number 86 to the Titans, he gets four years, four, $5.1 million, 921K guaranteed. Mm. It cost him $22 million. Yikes. Hate that for him. Yeah. I mean, you got, you got to go ball out to make up for it, my guy. Right. Get after that three-year. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got from most uh, important. I've got fail here. Um, we were talking about correcting people on a tweet. 11.7 tweeted out um, Ben Joyce's pitch in the bottom of the eighth where he had that guy chasing on a on a uh, breaking ball off the plate. Someone replied that how in the world is that a strike? <laughs> they just commented back. He swung and he swung the bat and missed. He said, in my defense, it was a check swing, but still too focused on the pitch only. He swung at the ball, which is where the pitch ended up. How did you miss him swinging? And they checked the first base, and the umpire called him out. He he swung. I, I well, oh he said he didn't God. see the swing. It's amazing. Oh, oh my! God. I mean, he's right. It was way off the plate, but he thought he was getting something pumped one hundred three at him. He had to swing before the ball came out of his hand. Dude, people would drop me nuts. I love it. I had like eight people comment like the bat didn't go, didn't even hit the dugout. Dude, I was right there. I watched it hit. It hit into the netting of yeah. the dugout. Yes, it did. It bounced like it bounced like twice, maybe three times. Yeah, but it it, it didn't get into the dugout. I'll, I'll give people that credit all day. But it's like, oh, he had to take like three steps to get to that. He took three steps, and the bat passed him and went <laughs> and hit the dugout. Oh, oh my god, I love it. Um, I have one more fail, and it's uh, <laughs> the NFL Network. <laughs> did you see this? I did not. It's a picture of Malik Willis, and a lady is standing next to him smiling. And the NFL Network said the proud look at Malik, Malik Willis's mom is giving oh, him. Oh, no. And then he tweets what back and said, that's my grandma. <laughs> Hey, compliment. I was I thought it was going to be a girlfriend at first. Okay. Uh, but it's, all right, all right. that's still just hilarious. That's dude. a that's a compliment. They came out on the right side of that. Oh, it is hilarious, but at least, you know, could have been a lot worse. <laughs> could have been a lot worse. Oh my gosh. I mean, how do you not like kind of fact yeah. check that a little? No, bit? you you should definitely know in that situation who you're about to tweet about. Cuz yeah. if you'd mess that up the wrong way, then you're you're in trouble, trouble. <laughs> right. Also, everybody that's calling the 105 fake, you're an idiot. What incentive does Tennessee have to lie about that? <laughs> right. He's already thrown 104. What does it matter? Also, like, is that all Ben Joyce has? I mean, can he not just go up to 110? <laughs> right. Hey, we're still not. The season's not over yet. <laughs> don't don't put that don't put that on him. I want to know what they put in his his arm during Tommy John. <laughs> it's insane. Insane. Or juicing, so it's juice. Just juice. Nothing big. Just juice. Right. Just juice. I like it. 
guys, it's been a, it's been a fun one, of course, with today's uh, just phenomenal rubber match. I mean, it makes it a lot more fun. Tennessee gets the dub, eleven series wins, forty wins on the season, forty and three. You heard that right? Forty and four. Still, 40, 40, wait, what? Forty and four. Forty and four. Sorry, four four losses. I yeah. forgot about that Auburn one on Saturday. Easy to forget when you get the series win, um, yeah. but forty and four. You've got. 11 games left in the regular season. I believe I just counted that right. Sounds Three more right chances for SEC series wins. Let's get it. Let's get it, man. I'm, I'm pumped up. I'm ready to go. Is that right? Yeah, Kentucky, Georgia, and Mississippi State. Three yeah. more SEC series. Only one more. Three more, mid- um, Three mid- more, more midweek games. 12, 12 games. Okay. I missed. We played Bellarmine again. Where are they located? They were playing them twice. They're in Kentucky. Kentucky? Okay. Or maybe Georgia. God. I just looked this up. Like when we played Bellarmine. And I now I can't remember. Yeah. Look at it real quick. Georgia? Uh Kentucky. Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Still a haul, man, for two midweek games. Yep. Come on in. We're paying you. Good little drive. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Guys, it's been fun. We'll see you guys back here probably tomorrow night. Check out Twitter for uh, Landon. We'll get those details tweeted out, but probably tomorrow night for the bat flip Thursday again to preview the Kentucky series. Appreciate you guys next Sunday. Yeah, let's get them out. Um, It was was weird not having it next to me tonight. Um, So let's do that next week. We're bringing the boat in and we out.